This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... It's gaming convention season in Florida, so get ready for a Category 5 event. Huracan 2019 will make landfall between Thursday, September 26th and Sunday, September 29th in Kissimmee at the Days Inn by Wyndham. Hosted by the Historical Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter, the convention features the best historical wargaming action in the state, and this year's focus is on Mava Rasha. Non-historical wargames are represented too, along with a solid role-playing game panel, with games from the Pathfinder and Starfinder Societies and the Lakeland Role-Playing Guild on tap. In addition to the gaming action, there will be a number of independent vendors selling rulebooks, miniatures, terrain, and supplies all weekend for all your hobby needs. Plus, don't forget Deuce's personal favorite, a high-energy flea market rummage sale Friday night that you don't want to miss. It will be four days of intense but very fun hobby gaming, so make your Huracan preparations now. For attendance registration, details, and a link to the hotel's reservation system, visit https colon slash slash tabletop dot events slash conventions slash Huracan dash 2019. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the One Stop Guild Shop. Man, if you're looking for a good time, you want to check out the One Stop Guild Shop. You can check them out at onestopguildshop.com, facebook.com forward slash one stop guild shop, and Instagram at one stop guild shop Florida. Ask yourself, what is One Stop Guild Shop? I'll tell you what it is. It's a pop-up D&D experience, and all you need is you. They provide everything you need. They get the characters. They've got the scenario. It's a hit it and quit it. It's a one-night, all-time fun D&D experience. You can check them out. You can book them for private parties and events. Just hit, hit them up on social media. You got a favorite shop, a bar, or just an awesome venue in general? Why don't you let them know? And then they could pop up there and you could have a great time. Check them out at One Stop Guild Shop. Don't forget the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro waves. You know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems. Your Dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth. Cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Start and then. Yep. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and with me, as always, is my co-captain Deuce. What is going on, man? Hey, man. We are a weekly podcast, dude, and we love to talk about lots of different things. But the very first thing, mm, I don't have beer, yeah. so okay. Let me scratch. Let me start yeah. over. 
So we are the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Uh, we are a weekly podcast. Uh, you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms: Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, TuneIn Radio app, iHeartRadio, all the different places you can get it. We're happy to be on all those platforms, uh, and we love this continued support by our fans. Uh, obviously, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have any support. I mean, we'd probably still be doing it just because, you know, we've been friends for so many years. But it's really nice to have that continued support, all, you know, throughout all of this. Uh, and, Deuce, we're pretty excited. Uh, we have an event coming up um, in... It's this weekend. This weekend. It is this yep. weekend. Uh, yep. It starts on Thursday night. It yep. is Hurricane, uh 2019. You don't want to miss it. And... Uh, we, I will be there live uh, yep. all weekend, and we actually have a very special guest with us. We have the president of HMGS South himself, Scott. What's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Good, good talking with you guys again. Hello out there, everybody in Podlandia. <laughs> well, I've got to uh, tell you, I'm super excited about Huracan this year because I love the theme of Mother Russia and Mother Russia throughout history. Um, it, what can our listeners expect this year at Huracan? Uh, well, at Huracan 2019, um, as, as you said, with our theme of Russia, you can expect um, a bunch of tabletop miniature war games covering all eras of history um there'll be a fair there'll be at least at least a good handful of world war ii stuff going on both on the ground and on the water um should also be at least one or two world war ii air-based games um involving russia there also will be uh, some napoleonic era games Thursday evening uh, through Sunday afternoon. 
last count, I believe we cleared 130 or so games for the whole weekend. Um, most of them historical. There will be some non-historical. There will be some sci-fi and fantasy stuff. There also will be some uh, uh, role-playing games, um, all, all in the fantasy and sci-fi genres. Um, great crowd. Uh, really good, small, but good selection of vendors. Uh, lots of excitement. Lots of camaraderie, lots of friendship. I mean, it's a, we, we are very much a family, but we're not a closed-door family. Um, new folks are always welcome to come in. Uh, it, it, great, great time. I mean, you know, Kyle, you've been there with us like, oh, uh, yeah. two or three times, two, two or three times now. I mean, yeah. you, know, you, you, you get to see some of the stuff that, um, and I've gotten, gotten to play some of the stuff that we do, and I know you've had a blast. Yeah, he always takes good care of me, and we do usually do the Friday night bike race together, um, which is always fun. And I, and I can't recommend to our listeners enough: make sure you're there Friday night because that is the. It, do you call it the flea market? I always forget the name of it, but that is amazing. It, it, it is officially the flea market. Um, we jokingly we would, we refer to it as the fire marshal's nightmare. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because there's a bunch of it in that room that we allocate for for, for the play market. Uh, it's a it's a good scrum. Um, usually have um, uh, a, a good spread of, of of gamers and hobbyists who are liquidating some of their lesser used materials so they can buy new stuff. Um, good stuff on hand. Uh, uh, really, yeah. really cool. good stuff. Yeah. And I I highly recommend it. Uh, don't forget to bring your cash because that room is definitely a cash only room for the most part. But it's nice because <laughs> it's nice because it's not just miniature stuff. A lot of people brought like their board games and stuff from home because I missed it. I should have bought it. If it's there this year, I'm buying it. Somebody had the Firefly board game and oh, like cool. all the expansions yeah, yeah. and like the expansions weren't even open. They were still in the shrink wrap, wow. and he was selling them. And another guy had the the Doom tabletop game that they put out oh, yeah. and uh-huh. all the expansions. Yeah. So a lot of people, because a lot of people that are miniature gamers are also enthusiasts of the hobby, like in the board game area and other For sure, yeah, areas. Yeah. So it's nice that there's more in there besides just miniatures. And I wanted to add actually on something that Scott said that I really liked. There are vendors there, but they are very choosy about their vendors and their quality vendors. Because I would much rather have 20 high quality stores with high quality miniatures yeah. good prices than like say megacon where there's like a hundred of everything yeah, so I, I really like the way you curate that scott every year that's that's a real tip of the hat to you on that one sir well thank you um, on that some, some of it some of it is planned some of it is just uh you know uh, an organic uh, event that that has kind of naturally fallen into place over the years. Um, some of the vendors, you know, even are aware of what of you know, what you know the other guy sells. So it, it, even if they don't really hook up closely and go, hey, I'm bringing this, and okay, cool, I won't bring it. I'll bring this instead. They kind of know. They kind. They, everybody is aware of what everybody else brings. 
you know, I mean, it's inevitable you'll find some duplication, but yeah. but there's not a ton of it. Everybody's really cool about you know finding their niche and you know and kind of kind of running with it and letting somebody else run with their niche. Yeah, and I really like that, uh, Johnny, because like when I went last year, what I really liked is like each place almost kind of had their own theme. Like one guy, he had like all the world war two stuff and another guy had like the walking dead game and, uh, the Batman tabletop game and like more of like a fantasy kind of theme deal. And then another guy over here had 40 K, but it's not like, like I said, like Megacon where you've got the same, you know, hundred vendors that are selling the exact same stuff. Right. Everybody's different. And I like how it, you're right. We have such amazing people in this hobby that call HMGS South their, their home chapter. And a lot of them bring things to sell as well. And they have just some phenomenal terrain, phenomenal miniatures. We have, we have, I'm just going to toot our own horn. We've got some of the best darn painters I've ever seen. Some of these miniatures these guys are doing are just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, we, we do have, in HMGS South, we do have some fantastic miniature painters. Um, I, I, I hesitate to name any of them because I'm going to leave out I'm gonna leave out a bunch, but two that immediately come to mind, um, our convention coordinator, uh, Ray Phillips, um, he is a fantastic painter, um, uh, great historical stuff. I've gotten him to do some slightly sci-fi stuff once, which came out really, really well. Um, um, he, uh, he does regular foot troops. He does, you know, horse-based cavalry. Uh, he does tanks, does airplanes. You know, he, he will paint all of it uh, in, a variety, in, in various different scales. Uh, and then another, another of our fantastic top-notch painters um, and, and terrain designers, um, uh, that would be Bill Moreno. Um, he great stuff. Stunning what he can do with a ten millimeter figure. Um, lots of Civil War stuff, American Civil War stuff. Um, he's got um, one of the things from a couple of shows ago that I saw him that he was posting online prior to a show. I actually had to see in person uh, this, this great selection of uh, Cossack cavalry was was mind blowing. What what he can do with ten millimeters And I also wanted to add to our, our, our listeners out there so they know and they understand. I know uh, it, it's, you know, it is HMGS South. It is the historical miniatures gaming society, but they have a lot of like sci-fi stuff. Like I know one day I'm playing in a game and it's basically going to be Starship Troopers. I'm doing Battletech one day. I've got the G.I. Joe uh, game that I we did almost a whole episode on talking about because I was so excited about it. Also, you've got like the role playing room where they'll be yeah. doing it's Pathfinder and the other game Starfinder, right? The, fi- the sci-fi the, version. Okay, yes, that would that, that would that would be the the the, the sci-fi slash space fantasy right uh, RPG from from Paizo Publishing. Right, and th- so guys, if, if like historical 
miniature gaming isn't your bag, there's still a ton of stuff for you to do and experience. And for me personally, it's going to see your friends and being a part of this amazing community because the miniatures gaming community, in my opinion, is one of the most welcoming group of people. And it is a lot of fun. And when you see these big maps with these amazing terrain and these beautiful miniatures, uh, it's mind blowing. It is absolutely positively mind blowing. And, uh, you definitely don't want to miss it. Yeah, definitely not. Um, uh, and, like, like you guys said at the top of the show, um, our, our convention is running from Thursday, September 26th through Sunday, September 29th. We're going to be over in Kissimmee, Florida at the Days Inn Hotel at Wyndham Resorts. Uh, it's the same location that we have been at, at 3011 Gate Lane in Kissimmee. Uh, they just went through, recently went through a, uh, a, a branding change. Um, so they're so they're now days in hotel by Wyndham. Um, and and I will say, they, they, I, I know facility. they did the remodel, but it was gorgeous when we were there last year. So I'm I am really thrilled and amazed, and can't wait to see what it's going to look like this year. I, so I, I I have not not been able to be on site prior prior to our weekend. Um, but they are in the process of redoing all of the actual lodging rooms. Um, uh, some of them are done, some of them aren't. Um, all of the uh, convention event space has been remodeled. Oh, wow. uh, that was that was already very nice and and, and, and good amount of space. Um, obviously, they're not, they didn't move any walls, so the space is the same. But I'm, I'm anxious to see what they've done with the uh, with the with the refresh. Um, and but yeah, I mean it. Same facility, so we have most of the same staff, um, same location, so it's easy to get to. Um, um, and you know, on the business side, most importantly, all of our contracts stayed in place too, so that was nice. Um, we didn't change ownership groups, so we didn't have to go through all of that again. Um, just just a rebranding. Um, but yeah, very much looking forward to it. Um, so we usually start getting in there Thursday around noon-ish. Um, the first few pickup games usually start mid-afternoon, uh, Thursday night, about seven or so. We we start our official, unofficial game session, what we call session zero. Um, and there's you know, cool games that happen there, uh, and things really officially kick off uh, Friday morning at nine uh, with the first with the first game block uh, that runs. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and the second block, uh, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Then we have the flea market, just a minute or so after six, and that's a that's a fast and furious, furious scrum runs for about half an hour, um, and then then the last session first for Friday starts at 8 p.m. wraps up at 12 a.m. Then we do it all over again on Saturday with the same time blocks, uh, and then on Sunday. Um, is nine to one and two to six. Um, the two to six, pretty much by that point, is just uh, just the final rounds of the RPG section. Um, but there there is still some activity happening. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, great great time. Um, 
and I highly, highly recommend because I, I do know people will have work on Friday. If you can make it to Thursday night, do it because I kind of have dubbed it the beer and pretzel night mm-hmm. because it's kind of like where you get to see your buddies. It's real relaxed. It's real chill. It's a real Thursday night is probably one of my favorite nights of the whole convention because you kind of get to see all your old friends and get caught up and there's some good gaming going on. It's real laid back before you start Friday where it's just full tilt. Um, right. Because, I mean, and the thing is, when you go online to the website and you buy your tickets, Johnny, you actually can pre-register for, East, I think, three games is what you said was a limit. Right, Scott? Correct. Correct. When our pre-registration system for the show was up and open, uh, it, it, it has closed. But now, because we do need time to get everything prepped and put together. Um, but, yes, when, when, when you do pre-registration for any of our shows, you... You can get your pre-registration ticket uh, to admission, and then uh, once, once you're registered that way, you can then either immediately or within within the next, you know, ensuing weeks prior to registration closing entirely, you can select up to three games in advance, and you get and you get um, you get your table ticket for for those three games. So you're already locked into the to the games that you're going to do, Johnny. And if I remember correctly, Scott, like Thursday when I come and check in and I go and get all my press passes and all that fun stuff, then you can actually go and sign up again for like other games that you didn't pre-register for and can kind of get your tickets for that. So you can kind of schedule your weekend out. But I yes and no. Okay. Um, um, we tried to do. Um, we try and do the on-site game ticket selection um, in in small in small sections. Oh, Rather okay. Than, that way, that way, folks that come in that are able to come in Thursday night or even Friday morning aren't clearing the board before other people get there. So I would totally do that. <laughs> that was a, that was a smart move, Scott, because I already had in mind like I've got a laundry list of all the games I want to play, and I totally would have done that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So 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 this way, you know, when, when, once you get there, um, uh, a it, at any point, it's basically the the, the game session ahead. You can you can grab you can grab a game ticket if you have not pre-registered for one. You can grab a game ticket for a session ahead. So, you know, you can go up to the booth um, right before or during session one, and you can grab a game ticket for session two. That's actually really smart. I like that idea Mm -hmm. because, A, like if you didn't show up till Friday and, like, say you're working and you're not getting there until later in the evening Friday night, everything's not already blocked for, you know, that night and for Saturday. So that that actually, Scott, uh, kudos to you, sir. I think that's a brilliant idea. Well, that, that's one of those things that also has been in place for for, for a very long time. Um, our, the, the mechanics of our system have changed over the years, but we always tried to always tried to have a way to prevent you know, super hot games from "quote unquote" selling out before everybody had at least a fair shot of you know putting their butt in a chair. Yeah, because I know that happened like last year. Like this one guy ran the Walking Dead game, and that was uber popular. Like that game was packed every time he ran it. So like every I could time. totally see that. Yeah, and I mean full, if, full if, every if time. I, if I rem- if I remember correctly, I think he ended up running the game an extra time 
Yeah, everybody wanted to play, and like, because I'm a horrible, horrible person, I think like I got a seat at every single one he had. So like, uh, I played I, it like three I, I times. We seem to remember that happening. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. I I totally but, was. I was so that guy. So, so, so he like so, ran it for so the other people. So, sure. Yeah. Yes. That happened so much, in fact, that you were going to play in one of my games, and then you, and then he's like. Nah, I want to do Walking Dead instead. It's like, really, Kyle, brother, really? Come on, dude. Yeah. Scott, Scott may have been a little miffed about that, but I bought him a beer. Or no, I think it was a Captain Morgan. I bought you later to make up for it. But uh, but yeah, because he was like, "Come on, bro." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm addicted to this Walking Dead. I've got to do it again." And I think I did him like back to back too. So yeah. Hey, Scott. Um, so if for some reason people can't make Huracan, you guys did also do an event called Recon. Yes, sir. In the spring, we have our show called Recon. Um, uh, that is the last full weekend of April, uh, just as Huracan's the last full weekend of September. Um, our, our big spring show, Recon, um, same location. Um, oh, wait. That is 2020, not 2019, Scott. Look at the right calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, that should give us the the Thursday, April twenty third, Friday, April twenty fourth, Saturday, April twenty fifth, and Sunday, April twenty sixth of twenty twenty will be recon uh, our, our our spring show. Um, and wow, I'm a bad president. I totally forget what our theme for recon is going to be. It's set, and wow, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. But we do have a theme for it, and it will be fun. Um, and once we, you know, as we're talking during during our convention, I'll have all that detail information with me then, and we will refresh this. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, because yeah, we're yeah. definitely, uh, I'm bringing the soundboard and everything so we can try and do some episodes there because we got some really great episodes last year uh when i came to the show and i'm really looking forward to being at the show this year because like i said i just i have so much fun at this because like the miniature gaming is a hobby i've been into and it's not it's not i mean it's a very big popular hobby but it's just something i don't personally get to do as much as i would like to so it's like this weekend is like the weekend i get to binge on my favorite hobby which is really really cool yeah, yeah, you have been doing this a while. Because uh, what God, I, I, I met you. You were a mere child when I met you at the game table. Yep. Um, I was in middle school when we met. Yes, yes, a mere child. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're getting old. <laughs> well, some of us have been old for a while, but yeah, that's for damn sure. We are getting old. <sighs> Well, I'll tell you what. That's, and this, that's why we enjoy these weekends, though, because you know yeah. we can forget about we can kind of forget about being old um, and stay stay up late, you know, 
have a beverage or two and, you know, play with toy soldiers. So yeah. it's always a good time. And it's a good time to catch up because, like, I know with me and Scott personally, I love the guy to death, but we only probably see each other about three times a year. So it's like one of the few yeah. times a year where I know we get to hang out and spend time together. And there's there's a lot of other friends from the Lakeland Role Playing Guild and, like, other people that I don't get to see but at these certain conventions. So, I, I truthfully, I look forward to that a lot. Yeah, that, and that's it's the same. It's the same with with virtually everybody that that, that goes to our shows. Um, we've all we've all been friends. I mean, we're for forever. Um, people that we've met at the shows have become good friends. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're all grown ups. You know, we all got lives. We all live different places. I mean, hell, even those of us that live in the same town. You know, it's it's hard to get together sometimes. So you know, these weekends, it's a, it, it, it's it's the family reunion. You know, um, so it, it 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 really makes it special. Um, you know, we we do have we do have good turnout, we do have good attendance, we have good numbers, but we're not so big that there are that there are strangers in the room. Right, and I like that too because like it's Johnny, it's like a really good size con because it's it's big enough that there's a lot to do and there's a lot of people, but it's not like Megacon where it's overwhelming and like anxiety inducing because there's so many people. Um, and it's just well, really, really late. Well, back. now that my wife's got a, uh, she, my wife now has a stay at home job. Um, so it's a lot easier now for me to be more flexible. So I definitely want to try to hit uh, recon and per- perhaps the next hurricane as well. Cause I, you know, I, I'm a fan of tabletop gaming as well. I don't have as much, history in it as deuce does but i have been playing uh and you know i i like the whole event i the idea of being in a room with people that geek out to the same stuff so you're like with their people so to speak so uh and it's it's just really cool to kind of geek out and and have fun and you know you're you're not you're not the awkward one in the room because everyone else is loving the same thing you do so that's always a good feeling as well very much and it's also nice because they usually will have like some celebrity guests. Because is the creator of Sea Creek coming again this year? Uh, yes, uh, the the Sea Creek Admiralty uh, calls HMGS South their home base. So um, uh, uh, Rich Dartori and, um, and 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 his crew uh, they will be there running games all weekend. Um, uh, I'm pretty. I know positively that they've got six games slotted. Um, but 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 yeah, Sea Creek Admiralty is always there. Um, uh, always put on a fantastic show. Um, great games. Very very nice guys. Um, so yeah. So having having creative minds and that that, that are behind uh, a, a very popular game system, calling us home base. Is, is really cool. Um, um, we've also got um, game designer Richard Borg, um, who uh, who made Memoir Forty Four, Battle War, um, the, the the brand new Red Alert um, space uh, sci-fi space game. Um, uh, he lives in the area. He calls HMGS South Home Base, um, and. Um, we also also coming out. Uh, he'll be running a bunch of games. Um, he has been a special guest of ours before. Uh, Stanley Kubiak, uh, creator of uh, classic uh, 
uh, World War One game called Aerodrome, uh, biplanes, uh, really cool control panel uh, 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 board to, to, to mark off damage and and, and condition of your plane. Um, he'll he'll be here running running games. Uh, uh, very very nice man. Uh, very very. Insanely creative gentleman, too. An, an extensive game design history behind him, um, and, and works his butt off at the show and has a great time. Um, just really, really good stuff. Um, it, there are some. There are some other folks that we've had um, either as as special guests who have been with us a couple times before or since. Um, but yeah, it's because of our casual, friendly, family-based atmosphere, it, it, it makes it a lot easier for, for a lot of the designer folks to come in, you know, run games, even play in some games, and still have a good time, even if they work a lot and not feel overwhelmed because it's not this, you know, constant press of people like, oh my God, you're so awesome. It's like, cool, I love your game. Now let's play it. You know, it's, you know, it, we have, a, for, for a bunch of fanboy geeks, because we're older, we're a lot more mellow and not as, not as pushy with the, with the fanboy thing, um, like you get it, you know, at, like at Megacon or some of the other shows. Um, so yeah, so that's, it, that's something else we're really, really happy about and really proud to have is, you know, all these, you know, named folks that call us home. And it's nice because they're really personable. Like you said, like you can go up to them and talk to them, and they'll talk to you about your game. Uh, I think I even had a burger with the guy that created Sea uh, Creek last year, the year before. Um, and everybody's just so relaxed. And I think that's one of my favorite things about the convention is it's just a very relaxed, very calm atmosphere. Everybody's having a good time, and everybody's there for the same reason, for the love of the hobby. Well, Scott, well, thank you so much uh, for coming on and, and talking to us about HMGS South. But I did, there was a question I wanted to ask you, and we're going to make it short because I know we're running low on time. Uh, I finally, after all these years, have gotten turned on to the Highlander TV series, and I think I owe you an apology for not starting sooner. Yes, because I'm pretty sure that I, rem- I remember telling you you should be watching this when we were playing Battletech back a billion years ago when you were a kid. Yeah, so th- it's only taken me like 20 years to take his advice, but man, it that is some quality television. There was, some, there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, all right, the first season, like most of the 90s fantasy and sci-fi genre shows, the first season was a little bit rough. But it, but you could it was a diamond in the rough. You could see what was going to happen. Um, by partway through season two, um, they pretty much hit their pace, and season three, four, and five were gold. Uh, great stuff. Um, I, I I remember seeing the movie, the original movie, when I was a kid. Well, in, in, not not child kid, but you know junior high school. Um, the whole reason why I wanted to go see the movie was because the director, Russell Mulcahy, directed all my favorite music videos. They're like, okay, cool, I'll watch. And I was like, oh, okay, it's cool, sword fighting, this is cool, okay, awesome. You know, I liked it. 
then the TV series, you know, finally happens with 10, 12 years later. Uh, and it's like, okay, they've expanded the universe. There's a little bit more depth to it. Uh, plus, I'm one of those guys that think that Duncan is a better character than Connor. But, you know, I try not to say that too much because it causes fights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, but I agree. But also, I think it's because we got to have more time with them. When you're only getting to see a character for two hours in a movie uh, compared to, you know, 20-plus hours of TV in a season. I think it expands the character. And they did a good job expanding the mythos, like when they added the Watchers and stuff. Like, there were some really cool ideas that they came up with that really expand that whole storyline. What's it on right now that you can watch it? Uh, I found it on Amazon Prime because okay. I'll tell you what, I've been kind of doing this like deep dive into like yeah, you have. 90s yeah. sci-fi because like I'm watching Highlander. They've got Babylon 5 yeah. on Amazon Prime, That's so cool. I'm going back and watching Babylon 5. I love Babylon 5. That one show was so amazing. Best shows. Yeah. I think it's severely underrated compared to all the other shows that, you know, in the same time period that came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think some people just... Some people are set in their ways. They're like, I'm a Trekkie. I won't watch anything else. Or, you know, they're like, hey, I, I don't want to watch experimental, you know. Because there's a lot of stuff going on in the 90s, especially Sci-Fi Network was yeah. really crazy with Farscape and all these different things that were coming on. At, right. And uh, they, they were very experimental during those years. And some shows got kind of overshadowed, you know. And uh, I think Babylon 5 is a good example of a show that still holds up well today. But it's still severely underrated, and I think people should give it a chance. And I'm glad that Amazon does have it because uh, I haven't seen Babylon Five in years. So uh, I always loved the the character dynamics and even like some of the prosthetics they would use on the characters, and like it was it was good. I I, I think it still hits home, and uh, it's one of those shows that if you've not seen it, if you're a fan, watch listen to our show. You need to check it out. Uh, it's it's awesome, and I also do remember the Highlander show. Uh, and I never. I, it's funny because I, ne- I didn't watch the movie first. It was like I watched the show first, and then went back and saw the movie because I don't, for somehow I, I missed it. But it was on during the, you know, Highlander. The show was on during like Xena and her, you know, all those Hercules. Hercules. They were all, that was back when we had syndicated TV. Right, they really exactly. don't do that anymore now. Right. But I remember because it was like the Xena Hercules right. double power hour right, or exactly. something, and they were back to back, and then you know, Yep. Yeah, Briscoe yep. County Jr. Seen, was the same all, time. I all those yeah. shows. <laughs> I mean, we had some really good shows that came out that time. Now, I will say this. When you go back and watch them, you have to like some understand that like are, some of the special effects yeah. are a little cheesy. Some right. of the stuff it was low doesn't budget hold. for the most part. Yeah, yeah, it was low budget. So you kind of got to – it's almost like when I tell people to go back and watch classic Doctor Who, you've right. kind of got to put – a certain pair of glasses on when you're watching it, yeah, knowing like your belief for right, a bit. and yeah. know that it's a product of its time and that it didn't have a huge budget. But there were some great Perfect shows. example. Yeah. Uh, if you put it in the movie form, um, watch the first Terminator. That's the perfect example. Of what Deuce is talking about. Oh yeah, the first Terminator, great film. Special effects are like kind of janky. It's very yeah. janky. Uh, obviously, it gets better with you know Transform or Transformers. Uh, a Terminator Two gets better, yeah. of course, but it is one of those things where you go back and you're like, oh wow, I remember when that was like the animation at the time, like the high. Like that was cutting edge. Like right. we were like, oh my god, this is the craziest effects we've right. ever seen. Exactly. And now you're like, eh. yeah. you know, so you kind of when you watch it, you've kind of got to look at it like that. Right. But I mean, Amazon Prime has got a good selection they of that do. stuff and they it's do. 
it's fun. You know, yeah. it's fun going back and then like I remember watching it as a kid, so yeah. it's got some nostalgia factor too. But for sure, yeah, I, I I cannot recommend those enough. Oh, it's got. I I've been saying this for like the last three four years that I've known you, or actually longer than that. I think I've known you since we started the podcast, but. Uh, I need to have yeah. you on to do a metal show, man. We could talk about metal and and just Hell rock. Yeah. We we've been talking about it for years and never had it happen. Well, we got to have it. We got to talk about because yeah. I want to I want to bring up stuff about new metal stuff coming out today. The resurgence with Tool and all these other bands coming back. Like there, I have a lot on my mind about music lately, so I would definitely cool. love to have you on. You got to get Brandy on that one too. Brandy, my she's, wife, is yeah, big into that too. Head. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Your your, your wife's a metalhead chick too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I would love to have you on. We'll have to figure out. I know you're getting busy uh, with uh, everything going on with Huracan, but maybe after that kind of dies down a little bit, we need to. I need to get you on, um, so we yes. so we could talk about that because I have lots to say about the matter. <laughs> All right, very good, man. I'm looking forward to that. We yeah, we, we, we will definitely put heads together and compare calendars and, and, and make that happen. Absolutely. Well, Scott, we are about to wrap this episode up. Do you got any last-minute uh, things you want to say or how do people find you guys and find all the information for the event? All right, well, um, for Huracan 2019, um, our, our, the club's primary website uh, currently is, un- is under reconstruction. Uh, you can find information about our show uh, at the Tabletop Events website uh that's table tabletop.events um and then in the search bar you type in huracan h-u-r-r-i-c-o-n 2019 and from there you can get you can get a quick overview of um of our scheduled programmed games uh you'll see the name of the game the rule system, you'll get a brief synopsis of the scenario. Um, you'll see the game at the game master's name, to know who's running it. Um, you'll also get um, a link to the map directions for our for our hosting hotel, which once again is the Days Inn Hotel by Wyndham uh, at 3011 Main Gate Lane in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, we are running Thursday, September 26th through Sunday, September 29th. Uh, it is a pre-registration is all done, but we have plenty of space uh, still remaining. Uh, you can get your tickets at, you can get your admission at the door. Uh, we do have a weekend rate uh, and and a and a and a day a single day rate. Um, we also we even have a single non-game playing. Just want to come out and check it out. Day pass. Uh, so come on out if if you are unfamiliar with the historical war game hobby come on out pay five bucks for you know for either friday or saturday check us out look around meet some folks see what we do um if you are a, uh, any sort of uh experience level for war gaming uh or rpgs for that matter um don't be scared get a Get a, get, a, get a full ticket, um, and you can sit down. All the games are um, just show up. Uh, you don't have to bring your own stuff. The Game Master has everything. Finished terrain, finished miniatures, uh, quick overview of the rules. Uh, inevitably, there are going to be people there who know the rules, too. Um, and really, once 
you hit, once you get your second round with the dice in any game, you, most of the time you kind of have it um, kind of well in hand. Uh, it's always a good time. We love seeing everybody. We love making new friends. We love growing the family, and we love growing the hobby. So come on out and see us at Huracan 2019. And it's going to be a good time, guys. And I really want to stress what Scott just said. Like, if you haven't played the game before or if it's something new, don't worry because the Game Masters are so nice. And also not just that, but the people you're playing with at the table are so nice, they'll walk you through it. So there's not, like, a really steep barrier of entry to, like, learn these games. Usually mm-hmm. it's pretty simple, and you've got other people there that will help you. And it's just, like you said, it's a good time. We're helping expand the hobby, and it's just a good time to hang out with your friends or make new friends mm-hmm. and really uh, enjoy the love of the game or find a new love if it's something you haven't done before. Uh, so Scott, thank you so so yes, much Scott, for coming on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and we really really appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me, Deuce. Thank you for having me on too, Johnny. Good talking with you. You and too. Yes, we are doing a metal show. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what well, sounds good, man? Well, thank you again for the interview, and you have a good night, buddy. You too, guys. Take okay. care. Bye. <laughs> See it. Well, that was the amazing Scott, the president of HMGS South. And yep. you want to come out and see me live this weekend at Huracan. You don't want to miss it. The other thing you don't want to miss, we got this cooking on the back burner. We are going to be doing spicy deuces. Spicy deuces. And yep. that is going to be our kind of uh, hot ones, kind of knockoff, right. spinoff, yeah, whatever you want to call it. For sure. Um, but we need your questions, guys. Yes. So if you have questions. If that- you are listening to our voices right now, please send us an email. Okay. And of course, our email is hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Go and it'll be the, the links obviously will be uh, on our description of our episode, but still go to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com in the subject line. What do you want them to put, Deuce? Uh, spicy Deuces. Spicy Deuces. That's- just put that in the subject yep. line. And the reason we're, we're saying that specifically, we are forwarding these questions right. to Brandy. We don't want to so read these questions We don't want to read them beforehand because right. we don't want to be able to think about the answers. Right. We want to think about we it want while it we're like, dying right, from heat. Exactly. When I'm so, hiccuping like a madman. Yeah. Yes. So... For we're sure. really looking forward to this. And also, don't forget to send us your questions for Buck, the Mega we're going to be seeing him soon. We're I know we've be been saying that for a while. But we, <laughs> yeah, we've only been saying that for like a hot minute. Yeah, all yeah. of our schedules uh, hopefully will align soon where that will happen. But still, we're taking all of your questions with and us. And just put Ask the Buck in the subject line. Right. You can send those to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Twitter machine at hhpodcastshow. Find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And of course, you can find all of our episodes on soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to put in the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy, happy hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. show. And hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the loose. loose. Later. See you.